Hello and welcome back to Cape Corner, where we explore the history, story, and cultural impact of different character or group every episode. I'm Blue. And I'm Jordan. It's episode 99. Holy shit. We're Holy shit. <laughs> we're we're at the at the precipice of greatness. Hello? Uh, did it cut out? <laughs> I heard we are. Yeah, I was about to say we are dangerously close to ruining all of our vocal cords during a four-hour episode <laughs> for the 100th. My voice is actually still partially recovering from last week. Um, where? Yeah, I think uh, you may want to take a week off. I say this both for your well-being and because I'm busier next weekend than usual, well, and the week should, after that would be ideal. I should be okay because I'm not doing this week what I did last week, which we, we were talking before we started the official beginning, but um, yeah. I never actually finished. What wound up happening was I did the interview for like, Two, that was like two and a half hours of talking and immediately when it ended i ran and grabbed a couple of cheese sticks to munch on came back in and then immediately sat down to record cape corner which was another two hours <laughs> um and then as soon as that was done i had just enough time to run upstairs take a shower run back down with mm -hmm. uh, another uh a quick snack it was like pizza bagels and uh, then I started my watch party for another two hours. So I did about seven hours straight where I had Lord. maybe a half hour of not talking. Oh, man. that That's rough for anyone. That would kill me. <laughs> yeah. And then it I wouldn't had to have, go... It wouldn't have killed the me from two years ago, but it would kill me now. And I had to almost immediately go to sleep afterwards because I had to wake <sighs> up and go to work the next morning. <laughs> Oh, Lord. I was going through it. Um, it's a new job, right? Is it going okay? No, I'm still at CVS. I haven't moved yet. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if that had happened yet or not. My my move happens in about two weeks. Um, okay. So, actually, I think after episode 100, that's going to be my final episode in this location. And then we might take a break for a couple weeks while I get my new setup done. Okay. Um, but, uh... That it's a hundred episodes. Even if we've had like a month break here or there, like we've been going pretty consistent. Yeah, um, that's a lot past, of episodes for the past like two and a half years. So yeah, uh, we'll we'll take a couple weeks break. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, uh, what, what was like? Oh, um, yeah, we're we're definitely going to be like croaking like frogs. Uh, oh yeah. Week. Um, all right, we're we're back to Power Rangers, and this is the one that we've been highly anticipating because um, <laughs> now we we are at the point where one of us has grown up with uh, this series and mm -hmm. thus has a strong fondness for it. Mm -hmm. and the other one was no, I wasn't starting high school. I was in middle school. Okay. So, I was going through some shit. I've yeah. spoken at length about my middle school years and how <laughs> harrowing they were. So yeah. if there was one thing I was not when this came out, it was happy. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so not only do I just like think it's kind of meh, that there's a certain like where where your past is tinted with nostalgic joy, my past with it is tinted with like 
Yeah. This shit. Okay. <laughs> um, so today we're talking about... Uh, go, Power Rangers, go! Ninja Storm, let's go! You know, that's something we have to bring up first and foremost is the theme song. Because um, here's, the, here's song. the thing. <laughs> I love most of the Power Rangers theme songs. Um, yeah. And at the very least, I can at least remember all of them. Yeah. Do, do I like the Mystic Force theme song? No. But no. I remember it. Do yeah. I like the Operation Overdrive theme song? <laughs> Hell no. fucking no. But you know what? My five fingers reaching for the sky in five ways. <laughs> but whenever it's not the go Power Rangers, go Ninja Storm, I'm like, Mm-hmm. Brave the weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stand together. Uh, some shit. Mm-hmm. Go Power Rangers. <laughs> I can't I, remember I think, it. I think what's so good about this, because also this one is less lyrically focused. There's not a whole lot of lines. Like the lines are just kind of thrown in in between like the big impacts, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but the the just driving very upbeat it's in a slightly different chord than most of the other power rangers themes it's it's kind of a more major like more upbeat chord too uh it's less badass and more just like here we go we're driving we're having fun <laughs> and i just really like the vibe of it yeah um it's kind of butt rock Okay. I have no idea what that means. Oh, so uh, it's spelled B-U-T-T rock, like butt, like ass. Um, Butt rock. But but from from what I understand, it that term came because it was like it's blank, butt rock. So like (laughs) it's it's bands like uh, bands that are considered butt rock are things like Three Days Grace or Nickelback or Disturbed. Wait, who the whatever the it, it's generally used as like a derogatory term i'm not really using it that way but like for example with nickelback it's often like it's kind of like <laughs> melodic country but rock but rock okay <laughs> interesting um i wonder which genre this would be but rock like like almost like beach boys surfer that's totally the vibe <laughs> and and I really love the vibe. Like I just, it's Which, fun. You're getting all these images of them doing extreme sports, and for some reason that was really cool to me. Everyone guess, has to I, keep in mind, yeah. And and like yeah, my history with it is very important. These are the first episodes of Power Rangers I ever saw. When I want to just like real six quick six years old. <laughs> remind people. I'm again. I'm not saying that in a derogatory fashion because yeah. I you, you know what. <clears throat> Do I hate the era of music? Yeah, but the gem among the crap, I fucking love the Beach Boys. <laughs> We're gonna go surfing. Surfing USA. That shit's a bop. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, uh, but it, it's... The, the themes... I don't think it's bad. Again, I whenever I hear it, I like it. It's just for whatever reason, it doesn't register in my brain like all the others mm. do. I don't, I think, okay, again, I'm not the biggest fan of the Wild Force theme, but the Wild Force theme is so powerful and memorable. 
Um, yeah, I, well, I think you've got a great point about the the difficulty because I currently don't know all of the lyrics. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. And I'm it's like, hard, right? are there only like three lines? Because I don't, like I know there's the, because it's, they, they do the, they've got strength like thunder, the speed of the wind, but there's no, there's no line. There's no, here's what this show is about line. I've, where I've, it's explaining I've something. I've got it pulled up. Here's okay. the lyrics. Yeah. <clears throat> go Power Rangers, go Ninja Storm, let's go. That's immediately yeah. three goes. The call is on. Their force is getting strong. They'll have to yeah. brave the weather. That's the one I remember. Ninja Storm, stand together. Uh, oh, yeah. The storm will grow. Waters flow. Power Rangers, ninjas go. It's. Yeah, it's not. Know, man. It's like the <laughs> lyrics aren't really focused there's nothing that they're really saying yeah and, and so it, and so it makes them much harder to latch on to in your memory and then it's just power rangers ninja storm is growing growing is growing growing is growing growing it's growing <laughs> go power rangers go ninja storm let's go and then it's the with the with speed, the speed of, the of the wind and go. strength like thunder and, like thunder. <laughs> and then that's it it's just one more power oh, rangers power go, ninja rangers storm, go, go ninja storm let's go power rangers go ninja storm let's go over and over so it's like yeah the the lyrics aren't like doing anything so it's it's, it's hard to remember them it, because but whenever how... i hear like um like when um in once a ranger when tori shows up and they play that I'm like, okay, I'm like that that chord gets me so fucking hyped. Like I I lose my mind when I hear that little guitar riff from Ninja Storm. Like the vibe is what I is what I'm feeling. I will admit, um, I it did it did just click to me what that part was. That the storm will grow, waters flow. Power Ranger ninjas, ninjas go. go. I remember that now. Um, and Power I do like Rangers, that part. Ninja Storm, it's growing. It's but, growing. <laughs> it's growing. I hate that part. I'll be honest with you. That yeah, one doesn't do it's it the, the the theme song's kind of pointless, but the like the vibe behind it, the instrumentals behind it, the chord. I'm like, I I love the vibe of it. I love the <laughs> I love the guitar riff. Yeah, it's, like, it's so good. Again, I just think because it's in between the Wild Force theme song and the Dino Thunder theme song. Yeah, and the Dino Thunder theme song might be my actual favorite. That's all you need. It's just that beginning That's another one that feels like a spiritual successor to the original Go-Go Power Rangers in the same way that Very much, yeah. Um, which is appropriate because, you know, that's what that series is. It's a spiritual successor. Yeah, that part, that is almost exactly, but it's just, it's it's a pitch change. I don't think I've ever noticed that that's the same rhythm very deliberately, clearly. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, whenever I get to, like, whenever there's a cool action scene going on or, like, the Power Rangers did it, or like I said, when Tori shows up in Once a Ranger, and they hit that just kind of grooving. And it's, again, just, it's just a cool little groove. As somebody who didn't watch 
much, if any. Well, I, I did, I think I watched like the first two episodes of King of the Storm, but um, who didn't watch much of that show, um, when she popped up in Once a Ranger, I was like, she's cool. I really like her. I kind of wish. Awesome. And if only there hot. was a way I could see more of her. <laughs> yes, yeah, she is hot. If only, if only there were some place. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, having her and Kira standing next to each other in the same team was fucking unfair. Uh, yes. That is an upsetting level. I think, by the way, Kira was, Kira was my first introduction to um, Rainbow Goth. Because, like, Okay, that's a really good way to put that. She, I didn't know that was... Is that, like, a real term? It's it's goth, but colorful. That's a great term, and that is definitely <laughs> what she is, and it's a great look. Because she's definitely goth. She's got the heavy eyeliner. She's got the moody sort of... She's extremely musically uh, 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 leaning, and yeah. uh, and the, the sarcastic wit, and the, the... She's got the behavior. She's got the makeup. She's got the hairstyle. But then... She wears this bright yellow ass shirt. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes she'll get, and these are always the best looks for her, when it'll be like a predominantly black outfit, but with like a yellow plaid something and they, like a yellow backpack or something. It's like, ah, oh, that's a cool look. They ripped that shit wholesale for uh, Megaforce. <laughs> ah, that's disappointing. Can't well, wait to get to our rewatch of that. Because, you know, that like three characters, um, in that are wearing predominantly black. You've got the actual Black Ranger, and then yeah, you've got um, both Troy and Gia. Is that his name? Yeah, Troy and Gia. They they wear like their black leather jackets over top of their colored shirts. Um, okay. Um, and it, yeah, obviously it looks good, but it's like, come on, you're you guys aren't cool enough for that. Maybe Gia, but she's again a gym amidst the sea of crap. Uh, there's a reason literally every bit of Power Rangers media that has any form of Megaforce representation never uses Troy or any of those fucking goobers. They use Gia. Yeah. She's in the fighting game. <laughs> she, was oh, in yeah. the, uh, she was in the Street Fighter crossover YouTube video. That's like, kind of funny. It's always Gia. It's never anybody else from that team. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, I was going to say, speaking of Rainbow Goth, have you seen Encanto? Not yet. Been meaning to. What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know, man. Watch it. Have you seen Turning Red? Uh, No, I've been meaning to. Watch it. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, uh, in Encanto, um, uh, uh, the character Isabella, um, she winds up becoming a rainbow goth by the end. Oh, cool. (laughs) It's like she's multicolored, but they're all sort of like dark, edgy colors. It's like, it's great. I love it. But yeah, so so what I was what I was about to get into earlier when I was talking about importance of remembering how old I was when this show came out and when I started seeing it as the first introduction to Power Rangers that I had is I'm like it's all these like cool people doing cool shit outside of the suits that they're mm-hmm. they're ninjas without the suits <laughs> like even without the Power Rangers they're like a secret order of ninjas and they're extreme sports people. They're awesome. So I was like, these are, these are living superheroes. This is awesome. It's very funny because um, this is the season that really starts what the Disney era did. Because this is the first series oh, of yeah, the Disney era. Oh, yeah, and having actual um, superpowers as well. Of, yeah. of them having powers and then the suits just enhancing 
all of their abilities. They don't need the suits to do superhuman shit. And it's funny because this is the only this is the only time that's happened so far is Ninja Storm, and and so the far. only reason that they can do these things is because of their training as ninjas, not because they're actually superhuman. And yet, yeah. the very next series, Kira asks. Isn't it like a requirement for you to be a Power Ranger that you can like do superhero do superhero <laughs> shit? And Tommy's like, yeah, you can. And she's like, oh yeah. And I'm like, when the fuck was that ever a requirement? I guess we had like in Time Force, we had someone who was super strong, and so like every once in a while in the history of Power Rangers, we've probably there's some knowledge of people doing some special stuff, and we can from a thousand years in the future. That shit doesn't count. <laughs> That's true, but they were they were here and in in the present. And I, if we're assuming what the general public knows, like what would Kira as a high school student know about Power Rangers as a high school student, probably just assumes that they all have superpowers and shit because that's all you ever see them do are these insane I, superhuman feats. I guess they really have no way of knowing that they can't do those things outside of the suits. Yeah. Like they so probably that, just that's, think it's a uniform. That's how I'm gonna headcanon it. Is that everyone just figures the Power Rangers are like that all the time? Um, yeah. But yeah, I really like. I'm you know me and superheroes. If it's, it's like I love that they've got powers. I love that it's element based. I think that's cool. I it's, I do. I really like it when Power Rangers do elemental affinities for the different Rangers and. Yeah. Um, uh, that was one of the, the things I liked most about Power Rangers Samurai, which is overall a series I wasn't a huge fan of, but I really liked the elemental nature of everything. Um, yeah. uh, so I can't remember if I've ever brought this up, but I have made, uh, alongside of others, my own Power Rangers team. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Did I ever show you what they look like? Did I ever pull up the pictures for you? I think you have. Um. So I, I, I used to run uh, super, uh, Power Rangers uh, role-playing game, like, uh, yeah. like a Dungeons & Dragons-style tabletop role-playing game. I'm sure people at this point know what tabletop role-playing games are, but I have to describe yeah. it that way every time, just in case. Um, but um, it, uh, I was basing it off of the Power Rangers Hyperforce uh, Twitch streams, which they invented their own... Um, uh, 2d6 system and uh it's very vague how that system actually worked because it's not like they were telling us the rules uh but i i just sort of tweaked it to my to suit my own purposes and we made a power rangers team and one of the things was i wanted to make sure everyone had their own elemental affinity so uh the red ranger who is based off of fafnir the dwarf king that became a dragon is obviously mm. fire. Um, the Blue Ranger was based off of a goddess of fishing, uh, had the power of water. Uh, the Yellow Ranger was based off of an African uh, goddess of hunting, uh, had the power of wind. Um, the Black Ranger was based off of Fenrir or Fenris, the uh, the ice wolf from Norse yeah. mythology. Uh, so it was ice. Um, cool. Pink was based off of Athena. So uh, I gave her um, Earth because of healing properties and defense. Um, 
because you know Athena's thing is she has like a shield. She also has a spear, but you know. <laughs> um, and then um, there was like a, uh, uh, we, in one iteration, Beowulf, like the mythological warrior Beowulf, became the sixth ranger. Ah, okay. And so he had the element of metal. Um, and then uh, there was uh, the the AI Piper who I played was a little um, uh, a little uh, he, he he was an AI so he didn't have a body he did a a, a holographic projection of a robot monkey to mm. like represent himself and he wound up developing his own ranger empowered robot body to inhabit and he became the Gold Ranger. And he was based off of Sun Wukong, who we were talking about a couple weeks ago. Hmm. Um, so his power was lightning, and he had a cloud and a staff and stuff. Um, and then I think there was some other iteration where... Oh, yeah, there was a, there was a Green Ranger at one point. Um, I can't remember if I ever gave him anything. It might have just been, like, plants. Hmm. Kind of <clears> like <throat> Xander. Ah, uh, yeah. The one uh, but, good, the one good part of that season. So, uh, actually, I, I've been kind of thinking of making another Power Rangers scene, and um, I, I, I know this was already used by Super Freaking Parody Rangers. Okay, but I kind of want to make one based off the Chinese Zodiac. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, you should do it. Yeah, it'd be fun. Uh. Though it that was such a special experience because I made those characters collaboratively with like six or seven other people, um, so we all had ideas we were pitching in together. Like hmm. for instance, with the Red Ranger, um, it was it was my players' uh, uh, idea that he specifically wanted to be based off of Fafnir, and so I was like, okay, so we got to think of your main weapon, so. He's a dwarf, so dwarf weapons are definitely on the table. And, you know, what they tend to use, you know, axes and hammers and whatnot. And I was like, wait a minute, hammers uh, and fire. So I've been playing Kingdom Hearts 3, and there's a rocket-propelled hammer in that game. So you should do something like that. (laughs) It's a big-ass hammer, and one end of the hammer has a fucking jet turbine on it. And so when you go to swing it, it just shoots out fire like a jet and... Which is swing super devastating. Nice. <laughs> Which is very Power Rangers. <laughs> I can I can imagine something like that. Look, if Samurai can have just this big slab of red plastic that catches on fire as a weapon. Oh, uh, okay. You remember Jaden's sword? Uh yeah, kinda. It's stupid. It does not look like a sword. Um, I'm looking it up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's so dumb. Hang on, I'm sending it to you. All right. Let's see, how do I get to it? Yeah, because that's a there fucking sword. Yeah, d- clearly. I know what a sword looks like, of course. What are you talking about? Why did you ask? <laughs> yeah, I know what a sword. It's it's got like the, the handle. It's like a and, long um, 
There's like uh, long something, something's long with it. Uh oh, shit! It's not enough. Uh, it's got this cool design <laughs> with this gold and um, white and black and red, and it's got a knob on the end. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man. Was it swords? Was it Ninja Storm that had swords that turn into guns? They all have swords that turn into guns. They've been doing that since Mighty Morphin. Oh fuck. <laughs> but I thought I thought there was only one where like the whole team has a sword that can turn into a gun. But maybe well, I'm okay. just crazy. To, to be clear, when I say sword, I really mean dagger. The they had the dino daggers ever since Mighty Morphin, which were they, they okay, were yeah. they, they were daggers that they would pull out and they could literally like like bend it down and twist it around and it was suddenly a pistol. Okay. Yeah, they've always been doing that. I don't know why I thought that was like new. Um. Uh, okay, so we start this season, mm-hmm. and I'm immediately like, I t- t- Dustin is great. I love Dustin so much he's because from what I've seen. he's kind of the lovable dork. He's not like where I, I can't remember. We were talking about an example of where. There's a character who's like, it feels like you're just kind of making fun of like dorky people. And it's like, he's kind of like dorky, but in a charming way. Um, But I really, my single favorite line between the three of them, in the pilot at least, is when they're in the the car and they're talking, Dustin's late. And she's like, you're always late. Why are you always late? And he says, well, you know, like in any team, there's like, different personalities right like take the, like the power rangers for example and she's like you've got to be kidding me why why are you talking about the power rangers he goes no just like hear me out like in any group you got like the the like mellow like reflective dude right and that's me <laughs> and and then shane's like and then there's of course the adrenaline taker that would be me and then and then they're like and you're tori you're just you're the reliable one you're the, the, the like the level-headed one you know at and least I we just, didn't say she's the girl yeah, really. That would, that's for real. <laughs> Which again, she is the girl of this season. There is not a second. Yeah, one. that she is, is the that only is one. something. That is something that's against this and Dino Thunder, where there's only one girl on the team. Um, yeah, but, but then oh again, well. to, to Dino Thunder's credit, they have the smallest Power Rangers team ever. That's true. They only get to five. Yeah, they, they uh, get to five after, after two extra rangers. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like, well, this one only gets to six, which makes it pretty par for the course. Yeah. Um, but with only one girl. Interesting. Yep. Uh, oh, um, th- this does bring up an issue that uh, Linkara already... Uh, hit on very strongly in his series, but why the fuck did Dustin think Power Rangers weren't real? Or rather, why did he ne- feel the need to assert that they were real, as though yeah, he was that's doing a so good... in the face of people who thought they weren't? Because they were on the fucking news. Not not even Yeah, that's like, true. They weren't just and like on I... the news, they were on talk shows. And I think one of the other two tells him he reads too many comic books when he tries to reference the Power Rangers. So the and only thing I can imagine is that <clears throat> initially this series was going to be a soft reboot. I think that's exactly what it was. I, because there's nothing else 
in this whole season other than the mention of the word Power Rangers. There's nothing else in the whole season that has anything to do. They even made sure not to adapt a crossover with Wild Force, even though there is a Sentai equivalent for it. Like, so I, I think they, they intended this to be a whole new world of Power Rangers. And then Dino Thunder decided to bring back Tommy and, <laughs> and fold everything in. Now, here's my first issue. Um, that sucks. Yeah, uh, that the, does suck. Because the, the, here's the thing. <clears throat> I'm upset to... that there's no Wild Force crossover, <laughs> even though it's a meh. No, 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 not that. The, I mean, sure, I guess that. Uh, but the, the whole, these heroes are fictional characters. Whoa, what the heck? We've become the heroes. Turns out we're the, yeah. they, that's just Beetleborgs. <laughs> They're just doing Beetleborgs. <laughs> yeah. They they didn't need to do that. I think that's that's not one of my favorite things about the uh, season. I think I like the conversation they have around it, but I don't like the continuity issue and the kind of derivativeness of it. Wait a um, minute! What the fuck? What? Oh, Cosmic Fury started yesterday. <laughs> yeah, apparently, apparently, like all the episodes are up. Like people now know how Power Rangers ends. Apparently, so. Oh, because I guess I gotta the, watch those. The first episode of Cosmic Fury features the return of Zed, Billy, and Mechanic. Okay, cool. Uh, That's oh, fun. Uh, so has it been confirmed that this is going to be the last uh, Power Rangers until their little uh, reboot thing? That's what I've seen. So it sounds like yeah, Power Rangers is a thirty-season show. <laughs> and oh my god, and, there's a character named Bajillionaire, and that's where the first continuity ends. Um, that'll be fun. I can't wait to talk about that. I haven't watched it yet, but we'll, we'll watch it and we'll talk about it. Um, oh, what was I just thinking about with Power Rangers and Ninja Storm? Hmm, uh, so I love the Ninja School, I love Cam, I love. That the that the sensei gets turned into a guinea pig. That made me so like that was so irrationally cool to me as a seven year old child. I too like, love their fucking teacher. <laughs> their fucking teacher is a guinea pig. Look at him flip around <laughs> with his shitty CGI guinea pig body. That's so fun. <laughs> um, I was. I, I was overjoyed by that stuff. And oh, there's so much. There's so because I know all the episodes. I didn't need to rewatch this one. I know all the episodes of this season. And um, okay, the Thunder Rangers. I love the Thunder Rangers arc. I think it's pretty cool. I they like are Blake and Hunter. Yes. Okay. And I really like firstly. I think the Navy Ranger has one of the sickest costumes in the entire franchise. I, I love agree the, with you on that. <laughs> I love the dark blue with the black and gold. It's insane. Uh, yeah, that looks so crisp. Yes. And, um, I, so I love his costume, and I love that the Thunder Rangers aren't evil, and at least at first aren't like brainwashed. They've been lied to. And I think that's a cool one. 
that uh, we've had brainwashed evil Power Rangers. We've had just kind of an asshole Power Rangers with Eric. Um, but now we've got Power Rangers who were lied to and think that the Wind Rangers are responsible for the deaths of their parents. And I'm like, okay, that's that's fun. I like that he they're they're operating entirely on lives and are trying to kill these people. So so two things I want to point out. Uh one is that uh I believe he is only the second Navy Power Rangers character, and the first that is actually a Ranger, because the first was Ninjor. Um Okay, yeah, true. And there would be more Navy characters after him, uh, specifically the the Death Ooh. Ranger from a uh, Dino Charge. I don't know what he's called Man, in I English. Don't that. I, I, well, c- okay. So the the Sentai version of Dino Charge. Um, there was a villain who was like, I I don't I can't remember if it was a Piccolo and Kami kind of thing Ooh. where it was like <clears throat> it was the evil version of the big blue guy, mm-hmm. uh, the the big bird guy. Zinowick. Okay. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he has a form called the Death Ranger, which is one of the coolest things ever. Um, but, oh, wait. Oh, no. that No, that's not what I'm thinking of. The Death Ranger's from the hmm. comic book. Fuck, what was this guy called? Um, God damn it. Hang on. Dino Charge Evil Ranger. Is this fucking name? Give it to me, man. Fucking <laughs> this, this. Hang on, Azure. That's not what he's called, though. That's the fucking. Name. Here you go. I'm sending you the image. Is he just like one of the ten, or is Talon he... Ranger? Talon Ranger. No, he's he's like. Oh, okay. He's like a corrupted ranger, and then he, uh, gets <clears throat> turned into a proper ranger. <clears throat> Lit. Oh wait, there's a good version of him. I guess he. Hmm. Is what the fuck? Okay, whatever. Um, but it doesn't look like he has an actual human form. I didn't watch this part. Okay, I just know that I have watched Dino Charge. I just did, was kind of half watching it for half of it, so I need to actually watch it at some point. Yeah, and yeah, okay, that's what I was thinking. He's called Death Ryuger in um. Okay. And Zudan Sentai Kyo Ryuger. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was thinking Death Ranger. Okay. Um, but he was called Ferocious Knight D in that series. Mm. Uh, and he was like their evil ranger for the series. But uh, anyway, all that is to say, uh, Navy Rangers aren't done very often. The only other real time I can think of is uh, Chun-Li as a Power Ranger. Okay. Um, now, the other thing I wanted to say about these guys uh, that uh as far as i'm aware was never acknowledged in the power rangers version uh mm-hmm. they're beetles that they're that their animals are beetles i mean their zords are yeah oh are there zords beetles too okay yeah yeah it's uh it's like a hercules beetle and uh what kuaga or whatever it's called the fucking yeah the, the they at least with- had the zords be beetles i don't remember if they ever like mentions specifically that they're beetles, but they sure look like it. Yeah, because because their, um, their head accessories are are the different beetle um uh things. Because the the Hercules beetle has the two big chompers 
and then the Kuwagata beetle or whatever it is has the little like head stem thing that uh, yeah. the crimson one has. And yeah, not a lot of crimson rangers either. No, very rare. Uh, again, I think Ryu might be one of the only ones I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I just Japan has a weird fascination with beetles. <laughs> yeah, that's that is interesting. Um, they um, they fucking love beetles. A lot of their shit is based off of beetles. They made the mm-hmm. beetle wargs, and then yeah. um, the the uh oh, uh Pokemon was originally going to be a beetle and bug trading game. <laughs> Interesting. And then later they expanded to what if we made a bunch of supernatural monsters? Man, they really like beetles. They do. Interesting. <laughs> so. We get our, yeah, and so the Wind Rangers, worth mentioning, their Zords are bird slash maybe phoenix. Okay. Probably just a bird. <laughs> and a lion and a dolphin. And I like that. I like the simplicity. I, this, I love these two seasons, this and Dino Thunder, because it starts so small. I love when it starts with three. That just... I, I like the dynamic when it's just three. I think that's fun. And the, just the primary colors, red, blue, and yellow. I like that. I, I think typically, I honestly prefer Megazords that are comprised of three parts as opposed to five. Yeah, they're more simple. You can more easily tell which parts are which thing. Yeah, and, and it's like through their simplicity, they become more streamlined and less clunky. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, again, I, I barely know, like, I don't even think I know what the Ninja Storm Megazord... Wait, is this the you one where they have the marbles? It's a cool one. The is what? this the one with the marbles? Yeah, they've got the marbles! God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> they've got the marbles! And the marbles shit. spit out, like, little tiny zords that become weapons. And they've got, like, a bumblebee zord that's a weapon. And they've got, like, a snake zord that turns into a big sword. And, and I love the little marble oh. zords. <laughs> Man. I don't... I, I really I don't... like the look of this uh, Megazord. I think it's cool. It's very simple. It's got the ninja school logo on the chest in a very superhero-like way. Um, the big asymmetrical thing with the wheel on the one shoulder and then the fin on the other. I'm fine with it. Um, I'm not against asymmetry generally, but that looks very lopsided. (laughs) Is this the first time we've had, like, superhero-esque logos on each of the chests? Because we've got the diamonds for Mighty Morphin. You've got the... There's nothing really... I'm skimming through... And you've got the like five Turbo, colors. Turbo kind of had like the the rectangle chest piece thing, and yeah, um, that all matched. And then space had the five colored squares that all match. And um, time force had the shapes mm-hmm. that matched the helmets. But I really like that each of the Ninja Storm Rangers have an individual logo in a circle. Like in a very Batman, you know, Flash type superhero circle on their chest with a logo on it. That's a really cool part of the design to me because I'm a big superhero person and I, I like cliches of superheroes. 
And I think that's really oh, okay. cool. You're, yeah, you're talking about individual, like, different symbols on each of them. Yeah, like, each of them have a different logo. Because yeah, you've got I, the Wind Ranger logo, and the, the, the water, the blue, has, like, the dolphin tail logo, and the Yellow Ranger has, like, a lion head logo. And I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, I, I don't think... Has anybody else even done that? I know... Dino Thunder has the same symbol. Yeah, they all chest. have they all have a cool superhero logo, but it's all the same one. Um, but yeah, mm. I think I think having each of them have a little superhero logo, I think that's a really cool design that they all look have a different thing. <laughs> I think that's cool. I do I do like it. Um I will say it's not a problem for the others, but for the um, the wind Power Rangers, which they're not all wind. Why are they called wind anyway? Look, uh, the 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 three originals. Um, mm-hmm. I wish the color wasn't white. Um, okay, because here's the thing: their their sleeves are all silver. Yeah, I right? think that's a cool look. It gives you a vaguely chainmail like look. Yeah, so you've like got, got the, some armor under there. You've got the the their ranger color as their predominant color. You've mm-hmm. got a little bit of black in the belts, the visors, and then mm-hmm. you've got some gold in the accents that separate the 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 colors from their silver sleeves um, around their face mask, um, on their belt, on their legs, uh, mm-hmm. and then, like I said, you've got the silver sleeves and. I think, like, for, for Shane, for instance, the red, the black, the gold, the silver, I think that's a perfectly full color scheme there. And it, it, yeah, that's an interesting colors point. that work well. But then the gloves and the logos are white. And interesting. Well, what would you do with those? Would you go, I would make them silver. Gold? Oh, okay, silver. Interesting. Because you have the gold at the very end of, like, the colored uh, gauntlets. So, so like, you've got the silver mm-hmm. sleeves, the red gauntlets, and then a little bit of gold at the very end of it, which separates the red from uh, <clears throat> the, the gloves, which should then be the same silver as the uh, the sleeves. Make it look like one interesting yeah. arm piece that oh, just yeah, has... And the- the Thunder Rangers have gold logos, don't they? Yes. They don't have they don't have white logos. Exactly. Ah, uh, yeah. That's that where I think that crisper. works great. Yeah. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I think that little splash of white on their suits just makes it a little bit too busy for me. Which, again, the Thunder Rangers costumes kick total ass. They have yes. the four colors. They have the like for uh, Blake or whoever the uh, the the navy the yeah. gold. The black, um, and, and then the the slightest amount of red on his belt buckle, and and yeah. even then, um, and then the silver sleeves, yeah. and for the 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 crimson ranger, uh, again that that red is even less because he's already wearing red, so he's got red, gold, black, silver. That's it. Yeah, no one has any right to look that cool. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just so every time I look at that suit. It's the same feeling I get from the black Dino Thunder suit, where I'm like, you just look too cool. That is insane. How yep. cool you made that look. 
Now I need to take uh, a good look at Cam's suit real quick to see. So okay, I love Cam's suit because it c- gives you a little bit of a throwback to the original Green Ranger with the with the gold chest plate. Mm-hmm. I love the gold chest plate making the comeback here. It, it looks like he has. I hate his super form look when he throws the chest plate off and becomes the like super super samurai mode. Um, uh, that sucks. <laughs> It's, it looks, I don't like the look of the Super Samurai mode, but his standard Samurai look is one of the coolest suits of all time. I will also, say, the I, shade of green is really pretty. I really appreciate that the idea that the uh, he's going the Rock Lee route. The, the chess piece isn't armor like it was for Tommy. It's mm. weights. <laughs> yeah. And when he and, takes it off, it just fucking explodes on the ground and he goes crazy. Um, yeah. I also really like that shade of green. It's I think it's cooler than a lot of other greens. I'm talking literally it's, in color. Like it's, it's like cooler. Minty. Yeah. It's like more it's, of a mint green than like a forest green. Yeah, I think it's I think that green is just beautiful and it plays really well off of the gold. I I it's, I'm blown away by so many of the costume designs this season. Now, again, the only real issue <clears throat> I take with it is that his gloves are white. And he's yeah. got he's got the little bit of white on his neck piece, um, and uh, once again the 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 Thunder Rangers have black neck pieces, um, mm-hmm. and that looks better. And I understand it's because like yeah, they're the dark ones, and the, the the wind ones are the are the light ones. It's like all right, well yeah. they can be the light ones without having <laughs> like white white neck socks, um, putting <laughs> up their outfit. Yeah. Um, now, okay, one la- one last negative I have to say about the costumes. Okay. Again, I'm not trying to attack your favorite series too hard, but um, <laughs> I can I, feel you holding back on things. I'm being nice. <laughs> I <laughs> I hate their fucking visors opening the way they do. I okay, know, that's fair. I like that. I, I was like, like, oh look, there's their face. I can see their face. I know you like it. I know you do. It's the stupidest possible way to do it. I hate it. Because they look so fucking dumb with their stupid-ass normal faces inside these big old boggly helmets. It's like, when you when you break up the visor, it kind of ruins the illusion. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, that's kind of true. It doesn't just open the visor. If it just opened the visor, that would be one thing. But, like, their, actual, their, solid, their actual solid mask somehow retracts. It's like, how the fuck? Yeah, and that's true. If they just retracted the visor, then you'd get that ninja look of just seeing the eyes, and it's like that would play well into your theme. That would that would be cooler. Yeah, no, legitimately, because that's a thing. Like the ninjas that only have their eyes exposed, yeah. and I it, yeah, it was, I agree. That would be fucking sick. <laughs> that would be awesome. I wish they had done that, especially because they have ninja headbands built in around their visor. Yeah, that's true. Ah. The suits look really cool. That is a that is a there, silly. Design. There's a lot of there's a lot of good points about these suits, but I feel like those they're like they could be tweaked to be better. And, and yeah, those are like my things. Like cut out near the white perfection. Parts. <laughs> cut out the I white parts. I would describe parts. these as near perfection, and then the Dino Thunder suits as like pretty much absolute perfection. <laughs> yeah, the the only real issue I have with those is when they go super Dino mode and it looks silly. <laughs> but <laughs> that's true, and they have like but, clearly. But, Clearly foam, clearly styrofoam spikes. Yes, but in the base form, I, the edge of the suit. 
in their base form, I think that is damn close to perfect. Um, now, okay, because I'm looking at a picture of Tori with her stupid visor open um, uh-huh. and looking at the other pictures. Looking that are at those mesmerizing it, eyes. Um, she is beautiful. I'll give her that. Um, my next question, what the fuck were they thinking with their weapons? Why does she have a hairdryer? I don't. It's meant to be a megaphone, but it looks fucking ridiculous. Oh, that also sucks. <laughs> it's yeah. <laughs> it looks ridiculous. Like I'm not. I'm not one to shy away from the sillier weapons. I don't need everybody to have a sword or a gun. Like or an they axe. gave Shane a hawk themed flamethrower. That oh, shit sounds badass. Sick. <laughs> that sounds so cool. Why did she get a hairdryer? <laughs> And uh, and Dustin has a lion-themed hammer. Oh, come the like, fuck on, man. He can, like, smash the ground like someone will go flying up 30 feet away because he's, he's got control. He's an earthbender. I'm like, that's badass. <laughs> uh, they gave her a fucking megaphone. That's, that's just not Do fair. Do something else. That's just not fair. I... <laughs> This is one of my things with Power Rangers. It's like, I understand you have to make the weapons so that they can all fit together to make a big super weapon. Yeah. But if it's at the expense of making their individual weapons seem fucking dumb, and I mm-hmm. almost use the Arsler. That's how heated I'm getting about this. Oh, my God. Oh. But, but, like, it, it, like it just some really stupid shit. It's like, mm. you know what? They don't need to combine their weapons all the time. You know I what? Would... That's a that's a really good way to describe Ninja Storm's shortcomings is like they get really close to just nailing it flawlessly. Mm-hmm. Like we were just talking, like they gave they're like, all right, what do we do for the Red Ranger? It's like hawk-themed flamethrower. <laughs> it's like yeah. they're just going nuts with it. And they're like, I don't know, I'm out of ideas. This yeah, kind we're... of it's like, sorry, sorry, girl ranger. We need to make these fit together. You get the hairdryer. Um, yes. And that is kind of like, it feels like with the suits. It's like, all right, chain mail. Fuck yeah. All right, superhero logos. Cool. And it's like, we're doing like gauntlets with like gold bands. Awesome. And it's like, what color? I don't know, man. I'm out of ideas. <laughs> they, kind of, they like almost make it. <laughs> he goes, I don't know, man. And, and and here's the thing. So in in the stupid megaphone picture I'm looking at, I'm getting a better mm. look at their gloves, and I can tell you again what my idea here would be. So the the uh, I see why they made the gloves white is because mm. they wanted to have the these armor pads on the backs of their hands that ninja often have because th- there's a thing where if a ninja loses their weapon, they often rely on these like backhand pads or bracers to block blades temporarily until they can grab their weapon again. Um, So they wanted to keep with the ninja theme. They wanted to put the pads on the back of their hands and they wanted the pads to be their color. So for Tori, they're blue and it's the same color as her bracers, her helmet and her, uh, most of her outfit. But Mm -hmm. they were like, okay, so we've got the gold on the end of the bracer splitting okay. up the blue of the bracer with yeah, yeah. uh with the actual glove part and then we've got the the blue back part so we need the glove to be a different color so we'll make it white when again i say it, okay look even if you didn't want to make it silver because you wanted uh, to have the chainmail thing first of all there are chainmail gloves i i mm. promise you they do exist but okay yeah. fine you see them less often you, you normally with a with a chainmail torso that it's it's like a shirt you slip into it and it stops at your wrist 
Okay, mm -hmm. so you don't want to make it the silver of the chainmail? Fine. You don't want to make it the same color as the gold or the ranger color? Fine. Make them black gloves. Yeah, I think that would have played better. Make them black gloves, make it a black neck sock. Boom. You're done. Yeah. Or, <laughs> oh, and, or do, make or do what, the, uh, what I think the Thunder suits did, which is have the glove be the same suits, the same color as the, the ranger, and just have the gold band. I'm pretty sure that's what the Thunder Rangers did. Like, I think his, like the Navy Rangers gloves, I think, are just Navy. Yeah. And they've got, and he's got a gold. That's great. Yeah. I think that works even better. I'm just saying, if you wanted to go with the, the armor pieces on the back of the hands being the same okay, color, yeah. that's what you could do. Um, and I also wanted to say with, with the chest emblem. Oh yeah. I forgot about you, that. Part. If you wanted to keep it so that the, the, the Thunder Rangers had the gold emblem. So they look super special as well as the green Ranger. Um, cause they're the extra ones. I get it. Fine. Yeah. Let them have the gold, but you don't need to make Tories in them white. You can make them silver. Yeah, that would be that would look better. Um, I, I understand why you might not want to do black because then it might be hard to see the emblem properly on on the colored um, chest pieces, but the silver. Yeah, um, the, the I I actually know which of the episodes was my first episode. I think it was Return of Thunder Part Two was the first episode of Power. Isn't that Rangers. the last episode? No. No. Oh, last... wait. Return of Thunder. Okay, never mind. That's yeah, that's where they it's... become good. Yeah, it's the one where they we had an understanding with them. They left, and then they show back up, and they're suddenly evil again. And this time, they are being, like, brainwashed. Um, and so we gotta unbrainwash whatever's going on. I'm gonna be honest and... with you. That sounds like not the best writing, but okay. <laughs> Yeah, at least I think that's what it was. Or because no, I remember I'm the sure first you're correct because I do the remember the first episode that I ever watched was they're on the island that like sinks every thousand years or something, or like shows up every thousand years for like a week and then sinks, and they're on that island and uh, Blake is firmly on their side, and then Hunter gets blasted with some weird evil magic shit from the island and turns like super evil and is trying to kill Blake. Because uh, he thinks he's betrayed him, and so they got to snap him out of it, and that's the whole thing. Um, and yeah, it's it's. I remember that that's my first episode of Power Rangers was the Crimson Ranger fighting the Navy Ranger under under an evil spell for a little bit. Yeah, and that's a pretty good uh, starting point. Yeah, it's a pretty good. It was pretty epic. <laughs> they're like screaming at each other. I was like, "This is a cool show," and I really ah, uh, it's it's fun. It's a fun show. Oh, let's see. So we've got the. I like how many Megazords we've got because we've got the Wind Megazord, and then the Navy Rangers have their own Megazord with just the two of Thunder their Rangers. Yeah, oh, the Thunder Rangers have their own Thunder Megazord, and then after they've been working together for a bit, Cam has created some new Zord or has like found a new thing deep in the programming that lets him combine the, the wind Megazord with the thunder Megazord and you get the thunderstorm Megazord. They're like, that's a pretty sick name. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were kind of on their whole electrical kick for a while there. <laughs> yeah. True. Thunderstorm Megazord, Thundersaurus Megazord. <laughs> yeah. And we get the 
Samurai Ranger appears through, I think, a three-episode arc. Of time travel. With, with time travel. That was a lot of fun. He goes back and meets uh, his dad and Lothor as young men. And it, by the way, it took me so many rewatches. Because as a kid, I never noticed this. Only as an adult coming back and rewatching did I understand that Lothor and the Sensei are played by the same guy because they're twin brothers. That I didn't figure that out when I was a kid. That was something that I figured out much later. Yeah, that's why the Sensei is a fucking guinea pig for ninety percent of the show. Because yeah, because they didn't want to have him constantly switching costumes. Yeah. Uh, to do all the scenes. They have him voice over one character and then just be in his Lothor gear. Uh, Lothor is hilarious. Mm. I, th- I think he's a lot of fun. He's very weird. We, um, we do have to talk about Lothor now. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's one of the weakest Power Rangers main villains. <laughs> as far as story, Sure. Because his whole thing is I was banished, and I'm upset, and now I've come back, and I'm going to take over the Earth because I'm mad that you banished me. And it's much less, he feels less threatening, other than the final battle. He never feels threatening until the very end, and I think that's a mistake that this season made. Because when you get to the actual end of the season, he's fucking terrifying during that that final fight. I was like, oh shit, where was this? Yeah, that's that's kind of a problem though, is that it sort of comes out of nowhere. It's like we we wanted him to Because he's kind of a lovable goofball villain until then. Yeah. Uh so so the the they, they wanted to have their cake and eat it too. They wanted him mm-hmm. to be like a team rocket style, like wacky goofy dude, but then mm-hmm. they also wanted him to feel like a legitimate threat. So they were just like, he's threatening now and we're all just supposed to buy that when it doesn't jive with how he's been treated for the rest of the show. But um, it, it's more than it just that for me. Like for for one thing, he looks dumb. Whether he's trying to be threatening or goofy, I hate that mask. It looks like yeah, a terrible and, WWE and his, prop. His performance was very silly. I remember there's a particular part where he brings Chubo aside, and he's like, "Hey, so here's the plan. Step one: lure the Rangers to the island." And he goes, "That's what we just did." Step two: destroy the Rangers. That's the part you'll do next. And then he says, step three, take over the earth and topple all the governments. He goes, we'll do that part together. It'll be fun. And I'm like, in a great vibe. It's just, it wasn't very threatening for most of this show. He, what does that sound like to me? Um, who's, who's the... It almost sounds like Hector Concarne. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Do you know who that is? I think so. So, uh, you know, it the sounds Billy familiar. Mandy? Yes. Okay. So Billy and Mandy actually used to be two shows in one. It was, um, it was, uh, I can't even remember. It was grim and evil. So it was called grim and evil and it was two different shows and they were 10 minute episodes and one eventually spun off into the grim adventures of Billy and Mandy. Mm. And the other was about this mad scientist who is a brain in a jar and the jar is attached to the top of a head of a bear named Bosco. And he has his own little um, or evil organization, General Scar and um, the girl one, I can't remember her name, but 
Uh, it's basically just him being a fumbling loser trying to rule the world. But like, okay, the the issue of the week is something like, oh, we have no food for breakfast, so it's this mad scientist having to go shopping at Costco or whatever. And that's <laughs> it'd be, fun. It'd be shit like that. Um, that that's what that sounds like to me. <laughs> Yeah, that's very much what it is. Is is he's this goofy, cartoonish weirdo who's who's being evil, but then suddenly, when you get to the final episode, he's and also I I think, and this could just be nostalgia. It's probably just nostalgia, but nostalgia is an important factor in how I experience things. It's, it's and, I mean, it's part of your life, man. It's your childhood. Yeah, so. It's valid. so so in my opinion, not I'm I shouldn't say in my opinion the best. I should just say my favorite. I think that the finale, like the big final fight of this season, is my personal favorite in like all of the seasons. Because the the way that this season wraps up is at some point Cam goes to Luthor's spaceship to free the ninja students. <laughs> what? Luthor? Yeah. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> you said Luthor, like Lex Luthor. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Lothor? Lothor. God damn it. Lothor is from Voltron. This is the thing I always fuck up. I mentioned this before. I always call him Lothor because Lothor is the villain <laughs> from Voltron. I'm I'm currently rewatching Superman, the animated series. <laughs> so it's really fucking with me. Lothor, Lothor, Lothor. Which one? Okay, L O L O T H O R. So, so Cam goes to Lothor's ship to free the ninjas, and I, I'm pretty sure while he's there, he gets like captured. I don't think he gets captured, but he, he like gets away, but he loses his samurai morpher, and mm-hmm. turns out that the samurai amulet that he uses as a morpher can be used to, it was used to return the powers to the Power Rangers, it can be used to take them away. And so the big final deal is that Lothor has been wanting us to beat all of the the bad guys the whole time. He's been like counting on the Power Rangers to win all of these little fights so that we could fill the abyss of evil and overload it because apparently in this part of the reality or whatever, if you kill an evil ninja monster, their soul goes into the abyss of evil and apparently it has a breaking point. And so it breaks. And so every single monster that they fought the whole season is now back for uh, this big final battle, along with like this ridiculous army of the, the, what were they called? Kalzaks. And so wait, the plan was literally to make it so that there would be no more room in hell so that the dead could walk the earth. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so we get, this, <laughs> we get this giant fight, and fittingly the fight is at like an extreme sports convention that now all the people have run away. But so we're like fighting on like skate parks and like, and like dirt bike courses and stuff. Like, oh, that's kind of cool. And um, they've been just mowing through all of the, the villains. And we get to where we're fighting Lothor directly. And then he uses the amulet to take away all six of their powers. 
and it's my favorite single fight in all of Power Rangers because it's all six of them without their powers, just ninja fighting hand-to-hand the, the big bad. And it's like a pretty well choreographed fight with this one guy taking on all six of them uh, with no one in Power Ranger suits, and I just thought it was really cool. And then they wind up using, the original three wind up using their, their ninja powers to, to throw him into the Abyss of Evil for good this time. And I don't remember why it works this time, because it's, things are silly sometimes. But, yeah, I think it's my favorite fight, is just the six of them fighting this dude hand-to-hand. Yeah, um, okay, a couple things. So, first, uh, <laughs> just the, I guess it just works this time. is. I guess it just works this time. That's <laughs> is again one of those things where I'm like, oh, man, all right. It's, that's one of those things where it sort of <laughs> takes me out. Um, uh, also, when we're talking about an incredibly non-threatening villain suddenly trying to be treated as though he had this mm. incredible plan all the time that relies on uh, an afterlife losing and and, yeah. Yeah, and like him being able to break the laws of reality and all that stuff, and oh, suddenly he's super scary and dangerous. It's like okay, one that's very hard to buy, but two, yeah. especially when you compare that to next season's villain. First of all, Mesagog straight up. He's calls, the scariest. He he calls Lothar a fool. Yeah. He's like, people and, will think that and that And then he fucking Lothar. kills him. Huh? He, he kills him. When did that happen? There's a crossover between Ninja Storm and Power and Dino Thunder. Oh, I must have missed Loth- that. Oh, dude, you got it. If they're free on YouTube, you got to rewatch that episode before we do the Dino Thunder episode. Okay. Um, Thunderstorm parts one and two. And, yeah, Lothor comes back, and sorry I spoiled it, but the end of the episode is Mesogog fucking kills Lothor. Look, because you, they're both, not, like... It's not much of a spoiler, because if I, if I knew that Mesogog and Lothor came to blows, there's not a doubt in my mind that Mesogog would literally tear him apart. Yeah, kills him, and then he puts him in a fucking jar. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, not the cum jar. Yeah, he puts him in the- <laughs> So it's, yeah, um, it's a great, it's a, it is, we'll get to it on the next but, episode. But yeah, uh, as, <laughs> as I was, as I was saying though, because Mesagog is an incredibly threatening <laughs> entity and he's one that from episode one, I could be like, now this is a guy that I see an epic final battle with at the end mm-hmm. of the series because he is threatening, he is menacing, he is powerful and and not only is he a big fucking dinosaur man with a, a, a terrifying physique, like I'm sure he could like mm-hmm. Darth Vader style grab me by the neck, lift me up and break my neck with one hand. Yeah. But he's got psionic powers too. He can torture you psychically. Like, yeah, he's freaky. He's, he's like onslaught. He's the onslaught of the Power Rangers world. Uh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, um, he's real scary. And, and so when he's just like, the guy before me was a fucking loser. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you're right. Um, but uh, again, I it, it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm sure if they just made some tweaks before they got started, that Ninja Storm could have been one of the greats. But and, mm-hmm. and I know for you, like you said, it's your favorite. There's a lot yeah. of nostalgia wrapped up in there, but it's hard for me to think of it as more than mediocre. Um and near miss. I feel like that is often a term that's used 
in an extremely derogatory fashion. I mean it as average. It's like it's it's fine. <laughs> it's yeah. They didn't they didn't do anything horrible. It was a pretty good good versus evil story. I think didn't really say anything. Kind of fumbled the villain a little, but whatever. I think as far as um, the starting off point for the Disney era, uh, you could do a lot worse, and the Disney yeah. era did do a lot worse. So yes, so this is not anywhere time. near the worst part of this era. Um, mm -hmm. In terms of just the Disney era by itself, let me see. Um, there's there's two series that are worse. Yeah. Um, Okay, yeah. So what is it? Seven? How many it's, seasons it's, it's, is the Nin Disney? How far does it go? It's Ninja Storm, Dino Thunder, SPD, Mystic Force, Operation Overdrive, Jungle Fury, and RPM. So okay. I would say that this is in the bottom half. This is the third worst. But okay. it's it's still far better than the two that are below it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I would say the other four series are probably better than this one. Uh, again, we'll get to all that when we do our actual rankings but yeah in terms of overall so I, i'm gonna assume that you're still safely putting this above time force it's it's really tough because i gotta figure out <laughs> if i'm going with just my image of power rangers and i'm like i know that season like the back of my hand i love it it's like it's what i grew up on and so i gotta go am i going with that or am i going with a very meaningful and shockingly deep story with profound <laughs> acting. It's I'll a tough what, thing. It's I'll like comparing you... the Avengers to Logan. I'm like, yeah, Logan <laughs> is a fucking masterclass of a story, but my God was Avengers fun to do. It, um, yes. I'm, I'll give you some time to think about it while I <laughs> vocalize my own thoughts. So yeah. I've got my list here. So uh, it's not touching time force for me. And I don't think it's going to touch in space either. Lost Galaxy is the first one I can consider. Um, let me see. So, so Lost Galaxy, I feel, I feel I had a much stronger connection to the Red Ranger. No offense to Shane, but I think he's one of the most like. Again, maybe I just haven't seen enough of him. But I there's don't... one real good episode for him. But yeah, if, if you haven't seen that one, then he's not he's not very meaningful. Because because he doesn't. Like I'm all for characters breaking out of their typical mold. I don't need every Red Ranger to be the same guy. In fact, I actually mm. don't want them to. But at the same time, I don't see much of why he would be considered the leader of his team. Yeah, um, yeah Tori uh, should probably be the leader. <laughs> yeah, from what I've seen, she's she's kind of the one directing both him and Dustin. So yeah, um, just another way she gets shafted. She's the only girl. Uh, she gets a fucking hair dryer. A and fucking hair dryer. <laughs> um, I think in the description of this episode, I'm gonna have to put something like "blue screams about hair dryers" far too much. Oh, that's gonna be yeah, because then you really have to listen to understand. <laughs> what the fuck? What could possibly? Um, all right. So I think uh, Leo as <laughs> as like a leader, I like more. I think I probably like the. Hmm. Cause okay, so aside from Tori and Dustin, um, and to a lesser extent, Cam. I know Cam is a big Love fucking Cam. beloved Cam. I know everybody loves Cam. <laughs> He's fine. I I'm kind of whatever on him. Um, but but so so those are like the ones that I like. 
but compare that to like let's say Leo um Kendrick's uh mm. uh uh Maya um Yeah, I guess I'm not really too big on um it's not Chad. What was his name? Kai. I'm okay. not too big on Kai. Chad and Kai, I get them mixed up because they're two Asian dudes playing Blue Rangers that yeah. both lack kind of a personality in one season mm-hmm. after the other. Um, True. Sorry for the racism, I guess, but like, <laughs> um, the, the they're pretty forgettable. Um, uh, what Damon? Yes. Uh, he's he's good. He's all right. Um. Cool guy. He, uh, in terms of the sleeper hits of the uh, the Green Rangers, he's a little bit lower for me. But, yeah, um, he's he's not one of the ridiculous standout Green Rangers, but he is a highlight. Uh, is it Joel? Is the one from next season? Sky Cowboy. I don't remember anymore. But Sky Cowboy <laughs> is way more interesting, even if I can't remember. Yes, his Sky, name. Sky, came, Sky Cowboy <laughs> is better. I like um, him more. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Uh, again, I'm sorry. I'm just comparing them because they're two black guys that pl- play the Green Ranger that are. Yeah. Sorry for the racism. <laughs> sorry for the racism. Look, <laughs> it's not my fault that that's how they cast both a Lightspeed now, Rescue that's and. A, uh, wait, that's Lost, a description. Lost Galaxy and Lightspeed Rescue are back to back. They both start with L. They both have casts that are almost mirror matches of each other. It's not fucking fair to me personally. That was, That's your description for the Ninja Storm episode. Just sorry for the sorry racism, for the period. Blue complains about a hairdryer a lot. Sorry for the, sorry for the racism. racism. <laughs> <laughs> now they really have to watch. Yes. Um, yeah, they that's think they're finally going to get to cancel Blue. <laughs> no, turns out I'm still a good person. Who knew? Yep. Um, uh, okay, what... Uh, Man, this is fucking tough. Okay, so Lost it's Galaxy... It's tough. Has- this one's hard no, to play. Okay, you know what? It is going below Lost Galaxy because Strakina is an infinitely more interesting villain than Lothor. That's true. Now That's fair. Now I got I to gotta stack it against Zeo. Um, all right, I will put Ninja Storm above Zeo because as much okay. as I love Zeo, again, it's one of the first few seasons of Power Rangers. Story wasn't really their big forte yet. So... Okay. Um, I do appreciate one that goes more hard at... This one at least has some fun lore. And characterization is the big thing for me. Yeah. Even more than the lore is. Like, they, they do more at making the characters feel like people rather than... Um, cardboard cutouts isn't the right word. Sort of like over-idealized caricatures of people uh, that my yeah. Power Rangers and Zeo often did. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I will put Ninja Storm... There, so now my ranking is Time Force, In Space, Lost Galaxy, Ninja Storm, Zeo, Mighty Morphin, Lightspeed Rescue, Turbo, and Wild Force. Wait, okay. so it's like right Force? in the it's like right in the middle. Did I put Wild Force below Turbo? I think you did, and I can't remember. Oh right, I remember. I said because Turbo is is pretty consistent and it's like um a less than stellar nature, but Wild Force, while it, it's more inconsistent, it gets better in some places, it gets worse in others. Oh, yeah, I do remember that now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, one more thing that I wanted to say about Ninja Storm, their little base is badass. I, I really, it's, it's a secret hologram behind a waterfall, and 
And it's like, it just looks cool, their little ninja dojo thing. It's awesome. Yeah. I, I do um, appreciate when they mix old world architecture with modern stuff. Yeah, it's I think that's why pretty the, cool. It's sort of the reason why the aesthetic of the Batcave is so like timeless. Oh, that's a really good point, yeah. Okay, I've been doing my thinking. And uh, see, this is so, that's so difficult. <laughs> because I got to figure out what metric I'm ranking on. Because I keep thinking about the Logan versus the Avengers thing. Um, and I'm like, well, if you ask me what I'm more likely to rewatch, I'm going to put in the Avengers long before I put in Logan again. And I'm probably going to rewatch Ninja Storm before I rewatch Time Force again. Um, but like, Time Force is definitely a more meaningful, better acted story. It's a quote unquote better if i were gonna put this up for award seasons time mm -hmm. force would be much more likely to win the emmys so i'm like oh man this is tough i hate this this is the worst <laughs> decision then this, this so far if if it helps you um i'm not really basing things on overall quality because again probably yeah. i would say that like Turbo has better overall quality than Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Okay, um, interesting. Like, because it even the the thing is, like, the way it's shot is better because it's you know years later, and then the characters are more nuanced and more interesting as characters, and pretty much everything is technically done better. But I don't like it as much because I <laughs> think that the story is less interesting and yeah. kind of suck. Um, okay, yeah, these so are it, personalized lists. Personal gripes and play a big part in this. These are what's about what's important and meaningful to us. Yes. So Ninja Storm is at the top of my list. All right. Uh, this so is fun. For, for you, we've got <laughs> <laughs> Ninja Storm, Time Force, In Space, Lost Galaxy, Mighty Morphin, Zeo, Lightspeed Rescue, Wild Force, and Turbo. Okay, yeah, sounds good. Um, <laughs> I can't wait for the Dino Thunder episode. The Dino, how long have we been going? The Dino Thunder episode is going to be like forever. It's going to be ridiculous. Does it show how long? No, it doesn't. Hang on. Um, uh, we started recording uh, at twelve twenty-seven, so we've been going for a little over an hour and a half. Okay. Yeah, I think Dino Thunder is going to be like the longest one of these. There's so much to say about there's it. There's so much to say, and I've seen it. So many times. I know way more details about everything in I, Dino Thunder than I do about anything else in Power Rangers. I'm going to make it my personal mission to convince you to put Dino Thunder above Ninja Storm on the list. Because I, I think that's something I can achieve if I do it right. Oh, I mean, I don't even think it would be hard. Because those are like, how's my mood today as to which one <laughs> I feel like watching. And so yeah. it's like, I, I adore both of them. I grew up on both. Because Ninja Storm has the first episodes I've ever watched. Dino Thunder is the first season I ever watched. I watched it beginning to end, and I loved every single episode. So um, it, has, it has potentially more nostalgia weight than Ninja Storm. That's good, because that's one that we can, we can both love. I, again, I feel kind of bad because I put... Um, Ninja Storm three places lower than you did. <laughs> in yeah, our I'm, well, I'm a little surprised that you didn't put it lower than that. So I'm like kind of pleased that you don't at all seem to dislike it. It's just it's kind it's, of in the middle of yours. Well, that's it, fine. 
it's like there's a lot that I hate about it. Um, yeah. But one, um, that never meant that there was stuff. There wasn't stuff to love about it. Mm-hmm. I do think there is a lot of cool potential in it. I just think it's largely unrealized potential. But two, it helps because, admittedly, again, I'm human. I'm not perfect. I'm not a fucking machine. Uh, mm-hmm. This is one of those instances where I was going in with more bias than knowledge because I'm very ignorant on this series. I didn't watch a lot of it. So mm. having, like, I, I got some of the cliff notes from things like Atop the Fourth Wall from Linkara and whatnot. Yeah. But having you talk about it with me and sort of share the things that you loved about it helped me appreciate it a little bit more. So Well, maybe, that's cool. Maybe before our discussion, I would have probably put it, like, below... Um, I don't know, maybe like Lightspeed Rescue. Probably another three or four lower than it is. Yeah, uh, but but hearing the things that you love about it accentuated, I was like, you know what? That is something I wasn't considering. Um, that moves it up a little bit for me. So, okay, interesting. Um, I can't so- wait for the Dino Thunder discussion. <laughs> That's going to be so fun. It's going to be very <laughs> wild, yeah. Um, okay, uh, if, if you link me the uh, crossover... Uh, episode i'll probably oh yeah for sure i'll probably watch it today honestly those Um, are great and you'll have ads unless you got a good ad blocker i Um, have a good ad blocker don't worry fantastic yeah and they're free on youtube i love that currently and dear listener i cannot stress this enough because it's really cool to me that all of they are up to like halfway through dino charge now all of power rangers up to halfway through dino charge is free on youtube with ads and I'm like, that's cool. Watch RPM. Yeah. Go watch RPM. It's <laughs> How there. loud did that come out? That was my first time doing that with this mic. It was, it was like, it was kind of cool. It just like changed the tone of it, but it was like still very crisp. That was actually pretty good. Good. I'm um, excited to hear that back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, so dear listener, please, if you like any Power Rangers, they're right there. You can go find them. Uh, I'm excited to see how far they get. Like, are they going to go all the way up to the stuff? They probably can't go up to the stuff that's like currently on Netflix. So I don't know what they're going to do once they get higher and higher and higher up in the, in the timeline, but I'm excited to see how much they'll be able to put on free on YouTube. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I'll send you those. Um, I guess (laughs) next is the 100th episode of Cape Corner. Uh, We're going to need to schedule three people's schedules around like a three to four hour block. So there's no guarantee that that happens next week, but. um, We're going to shoot for it because I do have. um, That's true. You have to move, right? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I don't think we can do it next week because. Oh, fuck. It might be a while. So I believe I work on Saturday. I, I agreed yeah. to take on an extra work day, so I work six of the seven days next week. Oh, um, man, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, yeah, because I, I work Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I have Wednesday I off. mean, if it builds some anticipation, that's fine. Um, well, okay, I work... I work in the evening, so I got to see what time I actually go into work and see if... No, because like we really need the day cleared. Because it's gotta be like four hours. You need to like be definitely free for four hours. The 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 seventh 
is next week. That's I work on that day. The following mm-hmm. day is the fourteenth. I will most definitely not be able to record. I will be on a bus. Um, yeah, that's your move, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I get on the bus at like 3 p.m. on the 14th, and I'll arrive mm-hmm. at like 8 a.m. on the 15th. Yeah, don't try to cram something in that morning. That would be, that would be um, too stressful. So maybe the 21st. So it might, be, it might be a few weeks, but um, we will get it out. I will, That'll build some anticipation. I will not allow myself to die until I get this 100th episode <laughs> made. <laughs> I'll be stabbed through the heart. They'll be like, he's not going to make it. I'll be like, fuck, I'm not. Watch me. <laughs> be like, quick. Get Jordan and Margo on the phone. Yeah. I got to I gotta see this through to the end. <laughs> I was just thinking earlier. I just I need like, to hold on for four more hours. I, I literally just, uh, sometimes I get really morbid thoughts in my head. And um, <laughs> earlier I was like, if I was told, like, today that i have cancer and that i'm gonna die in the next year uh mm-hmm. my immediate reaction would probably be like fuck i'm just not gonna get to see kingdom hearts 4 ah yeah maybe i'll maybe i'll live to see the end of uh my hero academia though horikoshi hurry up <laughs> good god and i just imagine the doctor being like what the fuck like, sorry it's like, bro, okay doc have- is Sorry, there any bro, way I'm, that you can I'm a get lower... me through like an extra two months? And like, you don't want like an extra two years? Like, no, two months will do. I'm a lower class citizen living in America. I didn't have a whole lot more to live for anyway. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, the, the big 100 is coming up. I wish that I'd actually been numbering my episodes because I have no idea how many I've done. See, that's, um, why, that's why I've been doing it from the start. I was like, I don't like it when people don't number their things because I like to be able to chart the progress. So I want to make sure to number every single one of my episodes. Wait a minute. Will it number it if I just look at this? I mean, you can edit the episode titles and number them now retroactively. Nothing's I could. stopping you. It would take a while. Let's see. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Good fucking content, right? <laughs> You know what's funny is that we had a counting thing last week, too. I don't remember what it was. No, 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 no. Me and Margo did. Cause, um, oh, okay, okay. Because we were talking about <laughs> Mass Effect, and um, and Margo was like, uh, yeah, we, we talked about Mass Effect 2, uh, 1 and then 2, and uh, now we're talking about Mass Effect 1. I mean, and I was like, do you mean 3? It goes 1, then 2, one, then 3. Two, three. <laughs> and she was just like, look, you know I played them in a fucked up order. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, okay, yeah, 100 is next. I'm actually going to count mine, like, today, because I'm very curious to see if I passed 100 unceremoniously or not. And if I haven't, we got to do something. Because I, I think I may have started mine before you started yours, but, but I also took, well, like... Like eight months off because of a vocal disorder. I was gonna say you've not uploaded nearly as consistently as I have, though. Yeah, like at some point, like I will take a week off randomly. There was like a six month stretch where I didn't do anything. There, like, so I wonder. I wonder how close I am. You've almost one hundred. You've almost been on this podcast more than you've been on your own. That is entirely possible. <laughs> the good news is 
uh, here's the plug. Fandom Optimists is coming back this weekend. I'm going to post one, like, shortly. Like, probably before this one goes up. Um, and uh, I think throughout October, at least, I've got a consistent schedule lined up for some, for some consistent episodes. Um, this is, oh, I, I, I kind of wanted to tell you this now since it won't spoil anything because I think my episode will be posted before this one is. Um, the next episode we're doing, I teased on social media, is going to be our first diving into sci-fi horror because we're doing Alien and Aliens. Oh, and cool. we recorded it, and this is a weird thing that I'm trying, and I, you should listen to it. Anyone who listens to it, please let me know if it's ridiculous or not and if I should stop doing it. We recorded it at a bar because my guest is the co-owner of a cider bar. And so we recorded it at his cider bar drinking cider <laughs> while we recorded the podcast. So there's like that some background fun. there's like some background noise and stuff and we're drinking and so I'm just curious to see if it's like unbearably hard to hear or anything. Please let me know if I should stop doing it or if I should do like way more of them or something. That that sounds like it may be aesthetic as fuck honestly. Yeah, because you kind of got like little background sounds and like, like it might, might actually be cool. So it's like you know, let those, me know. You know those videos that's like you're going to sleep in a spaceship or some oh, yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Like it, it sounds like it might have that kind of vibe to it, where it's like yeah, talking two, about two people at a bar just chatting with you about the movie Alien. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, man, it's it's kind of cool that you're doing the theme. Like you're you're doing the Halloween month with the spooky movies. Remember when I yep. did themes? I did yeah. that. For, I did that for one year, and then I was like, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, it's, hot. It's, it's October. I've been off for a bit. Is like I've got a fun place to record. I've got a fun premise. I've got a whole franchise of movies to cover all in a row that aren't new things so that I can keep kind of respecting the, the strikes. I don't, like, I don't think the strikes like, applies. Like, I'm not like, obligated to not talk about it, but it feels wrong to talk about, like the new whatever just came out i've forgotten <laughs> uh, well like the the wga strike is good now they they yeah that's on that. that's um, that's wrapped up sag is still out there um i'm gonna wait they're now probably. starting on uh video game writer strikes which is fucking awesome i yeah. want more strikes that's cool i mean for one With thing the, i just the vfx I want... industry like the, the at least the one that marvel uses for sure Yes. Is, has unionized, and so I'm like, or or is about to unionize. I don't remember. If, they if, definitely deserve it after that bullshit of fucking Taika Waititi's bitch oh, ass yeah. making oh, fun so of them stupid. during the premiere of Thor: Love and Thunder. What the that fuck was, so was he thinking? Stupid. That is so fucking arrogant. Yeah, to... that's how you. That's how you ruin an image right there. Mm -hmm. But um, he was beloved. I was yeah. one of the people that loved him. He said that yeah. shit. I was like, oh, he's a fucking scumbag. Oh, he's a dick. Got it. Um, yeah, and so it this sounds like they sort of Cape Corner. If I didn't got, have at least one angry, extremely loud rant, I'm sorry. We got to do it a little bit. <laughs> uh, I don't remember if the VFX industry just unionized or are about to unionize, but I guarantee you, the second that becomes official, we're seeing another strike. Good. <laughs> There's no way that they don't look. And if it, it really bothers any of you sweaty neckbeards out there that your precious <laughs> media um, lifeline, the, the IV drip of constant content dripping into your bodies is being halted. Um, let me remind you, 
that the better that those hmm. jobs get treated, mm -hmm. the more likely our jobs will start treating us good too. Because once again, I haven't been to a doctor in like seven or eight years. Um, <laughs> I, I have been wearing the same pair of glasses for even longer than that. Um, mm -hmm. I have several cavities. I would love to get filled. Oh um, God. I, I would love to, uh, get, my feet checked out so that they stop getting gross infections in my toes. Um, I, it just, you know, and, and on top of that, I would like to be able to maybe have my own place to live where I didn't have to rely on the kindness of somebody else that I'm rooming with. I would like to be able to afford a car. Like that would be nice. Like there's just a Especially lot of Especially in America. Uh, there's just a lot of things that I would love to have a, a better standard of living on. And this is how we get there by putting these bitch ass CEOs in their place. Cause what they are is they're bullies. They, mm -hmm. they will try and take from you projecting this image of power and authority. But in reality, they're cowards. They're mm -hmm. fucking terrified of what we can accomplish. And that's why they're constantly trying to make us feel like we're weak. Because if we feel like we're strong, we will fuck them up. Yep. So um, I was gonna, I was gonna tell you that you you reminded me of uh, a stupid talking point of people who are upset that stuff that they're looking forward to isn't coming out, like that. For example, Deadpool three had to shut down because of the strikes that was filming, and people are like, "Ah, oh, but 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 Deadpool, want to watch Deadpool 3. And I, I remember it's yeah, I remember. <laughs> firstly, a hobby, and secondly, I was like, "You have no idea how many thousands." nay, millions of hours of untapped media currently exist that you are probably unaware of. And it's like, you can go find, go watch TCM, man. Expand your boundaries. Yeah, you will um, never in your lifetime watch everything that you would enjoy. Um, yeah. There's some shit from the 30s that you would really love that you probably are not aware is out there. You can go so far back and, and still find interesting things to watch. Although that just brought to my ADHD brain another stupid controversy recently, which was uh, uh, Martin Scorsese is, did you see that he's doing, he's doing his thing again? Oh God, fucking Where God he's, damn it. He's doing his thing again. a hobby. <laughs> he's doing his thing again where he said, and look, I, I, I read what he said. Most of it is fine. My problem is one particular sentence and more importantly, what that sentence does to stupid people on Twitter. Because um, he, he, a lot of it has been like, you know, movie theaters are dying because it's, you know, it's, you know, it's not as good of an experience as it used to be for people. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. There's, I do go there and like, you know, some, I went to one and I was like, ah, oh, the AC's broken. Uh, why aren't you? It's like, because they're poor. They, <laughs> the theater does not have enough money to be running correctly. Or like they don't have enough money to have enough employees to be kicking people out who are on their phones and live streaming the entire movie and picking up phone calls while they're in the movie. And it's like, yeah, that ruins the experience and makes it less likely for people to go back to the theaters. That's true. Good point, Marty. But then he'll talk about how we have to save cinema from these franchise movies and that oh and this God. was the this was the dumbest quote. 
that he says we've got a generation of people who are growing up thinking that this is all that movies are. And my stance on this is that people who grew up in the 50s don't think that only Westerns exist. It's a fad. Superheroes and these big, giant franchise you know, movies are just, it's the thing right now. Eventually, it'll be something else. And all the people who grew up during this period are not going to think that Iron Man was the first movie ever created. No. People understand that there's other things, and it's fine you know if what? they don't watch them. Guess what? Every generation thinks their generation is the special one that changed everything. Humans aren't that fucking different from how they used yeah. to be. The whole, oh, nobody thinks that cowboy movies are all there are. Uh, mm -hmm. Let me introduce you to my grandfather who would only fucking watch westerns. Okay, yeah. There are old people that do nothing but watch old movies. You think that it's bad that young people only watch the new things, but old people usually, in my experience, only watch the old things unless they're prompted oh, by their fucking yeah. grandchildren to watch. Yeah, guess what? People like the things from the time period they're used to. Yep. That's I human saw... nature, Martin. <laughs> Martin. I saw where, um, and this, I, I cracked myself up because this is a very good way to shut down this, this discussion because people keep saying, like, I'll, I'll be like, that's, a, that's kind of a closed-minded thing to say. I feel like it's fine if people just kind of watch what they want. You, you, know, you shouldn't be threatened by the existence of, they're not going to kill quote-unquote cinema. This is the same talking point that has been going on for like 40 years and probably more than that, because I know that there were like old directors at the time who called Martin Scorsese and Spielberg like obnoxious kids playing around with a medium they don't understand. And it's like, yeah, they were wrong. And those movies became great. And it's like, yeah, that, this always happens. There's always a new thing. But anytime someone tells me, well, you can't deny there's an oversaturation of superhero movies, and that there's just nothing else to watch. I just asked them, um, what movie tickets do you have for this weekend? Because yeah. I went and checked, and there are seven theatrical movies coming out this weekend. And one of them is tangentially about superheroes. It's the Paw Patrol Mighty movie. And oh none, of, none of the other ones have anything to do with superheroes. Yeah, the other ones are say. a Saw sequel, an indie sci-fi movie, a couple of biopics and a couple other really cool sounding things that are all getting pretty good reviews. And it's like, if you care this strongly, surely you're going to support one of these non-massive franchise, big studio projects, right? And they always aren't. Don't. And it's like, yeah, because it's performative. You just want to hate the popular thing. And it's mm -hmm. uh, like, I, I have a little bit of respect if you actually care about the issue, but they usually don't. Yeah. Well, okay. Because, like, they, they, they want to say, oh, it's so, ooh, it's so bad that we only have this one kind of thing. And it's like, but then when it comes down to it, if they only have the funds to see one movie for the season, they're usually going to go with the one that looks fun and interesting mm -hmm. and bombastic and epic. And guess what that is a lot of the times these days? It's a fucking superhero movie. You yep. still go to see the thing that looks interesting rather than whatever the fucking love, pray Jesus or whatever the fuck. It was. There was some like, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Cause, cause those are all like, Oh, it's, it's a family and they have to, uh, 
go through some shit and uh, mm-hmm. their their feelings on life might be tested, but they come to get who fucking cares? Yeah. We've seen Someone's, that a million times. Someone it's said but the Hallmark problem movie. with someone said but the problem with superheroes is that it's made it where no one can appreciate actual storytelling anymore. They just expect the bright colors and explosions. And I said a partially black and white three hour biopic just made a billion dollars. That shit's still out there, man. There's plenty of it. And you know what's funny is that they'll complain about the fact that, oh, it's like keys jingling. It's all the bright colors and everything. It's like, but then you guys also complain about the darker tone superhero movies. Yeah. Like you guys, you guys complain about Winter Soldier being gray and shit, which, first of all, how dare you even try to slander Winter Soldier? It's amazing. But, um, but you you can't have your fucking cake and eat it too. You can't say, "Oh, it's uh lowbrow and it's stupid humor and it's it's fucking uh, colorful and childlike." But then when one of the more serious projects come out, you go, "Oh, it's boring and it's bland." And what were they even thinking? Who gives a mm-hmm. shit about any of this? Which one is it? Are you super mature with a refined palette and you only like the extremely gritty and realistic and something with a take <sighs> on society or or do you, do do those fucking not do it for you? Which one is it? You are just <laughs> complaining. You're just complaining. I complain a lot, but I complain based on things that I believe. I'm not complaining yep. to complain. Mm-hmm. If I have to pick between one of those two, which I really don't, because I find appreciation in both of them, depending on what the project individually is, but I I do often like the things that are very colorful and exciting because life is fucking depressing enough, and sometimes I like something to give me that adrenaline boost, but but again, I'm not going to say that I fucking hate something like like Logan. Logan is a 10 out of 10 movie for me, mm-hmm. and it's extremely depressing, and there's not a lot going on. The most quote-unquote superhero movie part of it is a part where there are a bunch of little kids basically just curb stomp on a single guy with their superpowers. Mm-hmm. Um, everything <laughs> else just has to do with knives and seizures. It, it's like, that's it, pretty low-tier superhero stuff. Um, uh, but uh, the the point is that they're they're fucking they're they're bullshitting. They're making stuff up. They're claiming that they have an issue that they clearly don't actually have because again they're following that Scorsese line of thinking of new thing bad, old thing good. I miss old thing. New thing like not old thing. Yep. <laughs> you want to talk lowbrow? That's about as bottom-of-the-barrel, unga-bunga-ass brain-thinking as you can get. Um, And again, to to just tie it up all in a little bow, and doesn't that just prove that human nature doesn't really change that much? Because the same way that those people were bitching at Scorsese and Spielberg when they were kids, now they have grown old and they're doing the exact same thing, all the while talking about how things are so different from when they were kids. Mm. The irony is palpable. Yep. <sighs> okay. <laughs> um, we haven't been talking about Power Rangers for like the last half hour. <laughs> yeah, this was a this was a very helpful therapy session. We had some shit to work through here. That'll be two thousand dollars, Jordan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, you can check out the Cape Corner Discord. Um, 
you can support the series. It works just like Patreon. Um, I not I I will not use Twitter or X or whatever the fuck it is anymore. But I am Beyond Blue Two on Tumblr. Uh, I am Beyond Blue on Blue Sky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that have I, I told you about that already, right? I I saw that you got the code from um from Scotty right? to Trotty. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know that's not actually his uh, his his name, but um, <laughs> ever since I couldn't think of it that one time, and I called him that, <laughs> I'm like, that's really fucking funny. Yeah, Scotty Cameron, Scotty Hawkeye. Um, yeah. he yeah, he gave me the invite code. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, the Hall of Pods Podcast Network. The link tree is in the description. It's the SJW Comic Book Club and Fandom Optimus and uh, True Believers of Comic Book Podcast and probably also the Replica Program. Uh, yeah. Again, for those of you who didn't hear that, the definitely news, can, like that's your thing. I don't think anyone can stop you from putting it in the, <laughs> in, the in the in the thing. Hey, what are they going to? No, we don't want you interviewing celebrities. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Um. <laughs> Actually, I want. I'm just out of curiosity. I want to see how uh, how the views and stuff on that are doing. Because mm-hmm. again, Joe Ackman isn't exactly a household name, but oh, there you go. We got 60 views in two days. Oh, very good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, but uh, uh, again, if it oh, I should say that one isn't like a typical podcast. It is video, so I guess it's vlog it's not really a vlog it, it's an interview but hmm. um it's on youtube so if you just want to look up uh the replica program uh again our first episode is with joe ackman the current voice actor for jiminy cricket um and i go into a little anecdote about what jiminy cricket meant to me personally as a child so it's fun um hmm. and you can all see my face so now you could get my fucking real name from last week's episode and you can get my face from that episode, and you could just yep. dox the fuck out of me if you really mm-hmm. hate me. if you hate me, then shut up or kill me. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, so I think that's gonna do it. Um, again, the the next episode is gonna be the big one hundred. It might not be for a few weeks, but um, really, like there, there's all of like two or three people listening, and it's probably Scotty, and it's probably Jada, and it's probably me. So, like, <laughs> so, uh, that reminds me of, um, there's, there's, okay, I don't remember if you ever saw this, but the MCU did, um, Team Thor skits during the Civil War era. Right. Um, I remember, yes. They, they then did a follow up to Ragnarok where it's the Grandmaster has moved in with that guy. Yes, I, I saw that too. And I love where he makes a YouTube video about how he is now earth's ruler and he goes how many uh, how many views do we have and he goes oh it's it's one he goes oh good someone's seen it he goes no that's that's us because we're watching it right now he goes oh, oh. <laughs> well uh well uh, uh reload the page and um see if if more people have uh, have clicked on he goes okay it's two now he reloads it he goes it's two he goes oh great it's double and he goes no that's that's still us because <laughs> <It was laughs> we reloaded the page it's really funny <laughs> yeah um so anyway you, you guys uh <laughs> that all two of you um it, it'll 
it, it'll be a few weeks, but uh, we're going to do the big Batman episode. What, like, wh- again, we make these jokes every once in a while. Wouldn't it be really funny if, like, 99 episodes and people are like, what is this nothing podcast? Oh, it's it, mm. less than 100 episodes, and they don't talk about anybody I'm interested in. Fuck them. And then the 100 Suddenly we out, get like, everyone... Uh, Oh, Batman! Oh, shit! And then my, <laughs> my viewer count just suddenly goes well, crazy. <laughs> honestly, given that we are likely to just title it Episode 100, Batman, Batman. Yes, I am pretty sure you will see a, a listener spike. I don't know how big it'll be, but I, I think we'll see one. Realistically, I would expect maybe like maybe three more people. Because <laughs> but- like back when I was getting into podcasts, I was like, Oh, what do I want to listen to? Batman. <laughs> and I just entered Batman. I'm like, who's talking about Batman? <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> and, and who knows? Maybe maybe the stars will align because it will be like, yeah, they have 100 episodes now. They talk about fucking Batman. It's a long-ass episode, and they're really funny. And mm. you know, maybe that will be the one. Um, yeah. Again, I'm, I'm not holding my breath, but wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> There's a reason that I took the ads off of my show. Uh, there's a reason I can't get the ads back on mine. Because <laughs> I, I was milking that shit as, as much as I could. Um, yeah, I remember. Yeah, you kept it up way longer than I did. It's like every 10 <laughs> listens and it uh, would get me one penny. And if all 10 of those listens were me, I still get that fucking penny. So yep, I would just listen to my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Artificially inflate those numbers, baby. Mm-hmm. I think I capped out at like forty cents. Maybe it was sixty cents, and then I was like, "I'm not. I'm tired." I was like, "I don't think I'm gaining. I don't think. I don't think the money gain is worth annoying the five people who are listening <laughs> with with a thirty second ad." That is fair. Yes. Um, well, it's funny because because the the system that did the advertisements means that they're not in all my old episodes anymore. So where mm-hmm. there was an ad break, it just now cuts. Oh, that's funny. Cause, cause the way it worked is that it, it was like a smart thing where theoretically, if you had more than one advertisement recorded, it, it would just put one of them in. Okay. It was like how Blu-rays operated for a while where, it, it would stream a current ad instead, okay, of, yeah. instead of just playing a pre-recorded one that would always be the same. Yeah. Um, I kind of so, like when they're a pre-recorded one that's always the same because you get to kind of go back in time when you put in a really old DVD or Blu-ray. I like that. I, I, I definitely remember uh, The Thief and the Pauper. Uh, specifically because of old VHS tapes I watched that had the ad for that movie. I never saw that fucking movie. <laughs> but like, I remember that I've, I've got the uh, Indiana Jones 4 DVD. I remember that when you put in the Indiana Jones 4 DVD, you get, like, a very bare-bones, kind of cryptic teaser for the 2009 Star Trek movie. And I'm like, man, that's cool. Like, it's cool to see back when everyone was like, oh, shit, what's this? Oh, it's like, and you're getting like shots of people welding, and then you're getting like this kind of shot of a starry like sky, and then it's more shots of welding and a big looming shape, and then the camera pans over and you see Enterprise 
written out on the side of the ship and then it just cuts and it gives you a date in 2009. I'm like, that's cool. That's, that's a really cool teaser. I was trying <laughs> to remember what tape had that Thief of the Pauper commercial. And I think it might have been Aladdin 3. Interesting. I never saw Aladdin 2. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's the return of Jafar. I just, I've never seen it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I went straight to King of Thieves. It's great. Um, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it. Um, everybody, thank you for listening. Stay strong. Stay true to yourselves. And remember, we can all be heroes.